collaboration is not easy. Like it requires, you know, kind of like hard work yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing. But it's, it's nice when like the default is like, hey, how can I help you, you know? Hi, my name's Shamas Malik. You're watching the GM interview. All right, so what's your story? Uh, I'm an attorney here in Akron. Uh, I grew up in the neighborhood, uh, went to Firestone High School. My mom uh, taught at the University of Akron for 22 years, uh, chemical engineering department. Because of the community, because of the neighborhood I grew up in, I uh, was able to get a scholarship to Fire, uh, Ohio, the Ohio State University. Um, was able to go on to Harvard Law School. Ultimately decided to move back home to Akron, try to work in government policy and politics and try to make an impact on the neighborhood that made such an impact on me. What kind of impact did that make for you? The primary thing was the IB program at Firestone High School, right? And the International Baccalaureate program teaches kids like a really rigorous work ethic. You know, we were doing organic chemistry in like 11th and 12th grade and like I haven't used organic chemistry for a single thing as like a political science student in college, but you know, those long lab reports going into the evening, like, were super important in teaching me needing to be in the library, needing to study, and that kind of thing. In college and in law school, I, I gravitated towards sort of political science and government and law because I wanted to uh, understand how government and law could be used to uh, positively improve people's lives and create a sort of a more uh, stronger and more equitable communities. I spent a lot of time in Washington in like my summers doing internships and that kind of thing uh, and I thought about going there after law school but ultimately kind of like I said wanted to come back home and, and sort of try to make an impact on more of a local level. You know Akron is kind of people sometimes say it's sort of like the uh, the smallest big city or the biggest small town yeah. at the same time and so it's kind of a place where you feel like you can make an impact and where like you kind of feel like that impact uh, means something. That's a lot of why I wanted to move back home. It looks like you've been to DC a lot. Like how many times have you been to DC? Maybe it's like uh, three or four summers I spent there in like college and law school. Okay. And you know, doing different things. Like one, one summer I was working at this, uh, the first summer I was this group, the Muslim Public Affairs Council, which is like a, like political advocacy organization for Muslim Americans. Yeah. And then another show was Center for American Progress, sort of like a, 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 a left-leaning think tank. The last time I was there was uh, in my first summer of law school, I got a chance to work at the Pentagon in the uh, general counsel's office, the lawyers there for the Department of Defense. And that was like a crazy experience because you know, you're know you walking into like the Pentagon in the morning and there's a, there's a guy there you know, at the door with this, this enormous machine gun. Yeah. And he'll look at you and he'll say, good morning, sir. And you're like, don't talk, don't talk to me. I'm good. Thank you. But this is just like a crazy experience. One of the things that, that we did, we, we met, all the interns met with like the general counsel. This is top lawyer for the Department of Defense, like yeah. the biggest federal department. And we said like, what impact do you have on policy? And he said, policy, I stay the hell away from policy. And yeah. I get that because, you know, in the Pentagon, right, the, the turf wars are actual wars. Right, right. I get that. I, I thought, you know, if I was super lucky and was able to get an entry-level position as an attorney in the federal government, you know, in 30 years, I could aspire to perhaps one day have this guy's job and I would still have no impact on the policy that is kind of what makes me want to get up in the morning. Yeah. And so that's sort of what, what sort of led me to, okay, what about coming back home? What was the Muslim group you said it was called? It was the Muslim Public Affairs Council. So yeah. what's the name behind calling it Muppies? 
so I think it's like Muslim yuppies. I yeah. Think, yeah. You, you know the terminology. <laughs> but yeah, there's like, there's like a you know growing group of like uh, Muslim young professionals in the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know it too well, but they have their group called Muppies. It's like this like closed Facebook group and, and you can get get invited to it and, and, or apply to be in it or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's a lot of great people yeah. doing awesome work there. And there's a lot of people doing awesome work here. Right. I mean, that's yeah. one of the kind of one of the cool things I really like about Akron is that there's kind of this, you know, there's people in all these different spaces, whether it's sort of the nonprofit and philanthropic space or the public sector or the private sector uh, or the arts who are all kind of doing interesting things in their lanes. Yeah. And like, look, you're, this is the interesting stuff you're doing here. And, um, you know, there's kind of also like this, like the default is like collaboration and like, how can I help you? Right. Or how can we work together? Or like, how can we figure this out collaboration is not easy like it requires you know kind of like hard work yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing but it's it's nice when like the default is like hey how can i help you there's so many people all across this this town who are just like yeah what can i do for you and like that's kind of like that positive spirit is, is something that you know is kind of special about akron you're big into hip-hop right yeah, yeah. What, what was your favorite concert that you've been to? Um, that's a really good question. I would have to say it's like Kanye uh, uh, in Boston, because Kanye never came to Ohio when I was like in high school or college. Yeah, yeah. And I missed out. I was going on going to the Glow in the Dark tour in Chicago. The last stop, like one of my friends went from high school. Yeah. I, I missed out on going, and so I like always wanted to see this guy. Like my favorite guy. I recognize that it's 2019 when we're recording this, and like. <laughs> That's problematic now. <laughs> Anyways, like my favorite guy, and like Yeezus is not my favorite album, not right. like a wonderful album right. in many regards, like kind of too avant-garde. Yeah. But standing there in like TD Garden and like Can't Tell Me Nothing comes on, you're just like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, are, yeah. you, are you kidding? Like, right. Just like, even, and even the bad songs. Yeah, yeah. Like when you play them live yeah, in TD it, Garden are amazing. It was kind of weird now in retrospect, like Kendrick opening up for Kanye. Yeah, like, yeah. Kendrick <laughs> is huge now. But no, I've seen some other, there was a crazy one where, Jay Electronica, like yeah. this really small, you know, kind of like indie, super indie guy. Right. And like 2009, right? Or was it 2010, right? When he got popular? Yeah. Or like just one song, Exhibit C. Right. And he came to this like small bar in Columbus. There were so many bad opening acts and so nobody wanted to be in the front. Yeah. So he got right up there in the front. And so when he comes out, we're right there in the front. And this dude gets out into the, onto the, uh, onto the floor yeah. during Exhibit C. And he like puts his arm around us and like, we're like, it's crazy. And so like, as we get to the chorus, I like, uh, uh, like, I'm like, hey, like, man, like, Islam alaikum. Cause he's like, he's Muslim. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he stops the music. And he's like, well, alaikum assalam, it's so good to see you. Like, how are you doing? All this stuff. He gives me the mic, and now, like, I'm doing, like, Exhibit C. (laughs) And I'm just like, this is insane. This is incredible. Um, And that was, like, one of the craziest moments ever. As uh, being seen in many pictures with different public figures and celebrities, like, ranging from Jay Electronica to Barack Obama. I don't know if there's many others beyond those. Okay. Well, I mean, any other public yeah. figures too. Like, what's your what's your strategy for snagging a uh, a pick with a celebrity? I was just a huge Barack Obama fan. Right. And it was actually that's crazy because just like a block away, right. the first time I ever saw President Obama, I think a lot of people in town, the first time they ever saw President Obama was in um, the spring of 2008 before the primary. He came to the John S. Knight Center. It was a day kind of like today. It was like a freezing cold day. Yeah. And the line wrapped all the way around the entire block of the Knight Center. Um, so you almost started at like the door and right, went yeah. all the way around. It was like 
four hours people are outside or something. Oh. And um, don't fact check me on that. But it, was, <laughs> okay. it, was, it felt like forever. Right. Everyone's like streaming towards the front. And this guy's wandering around the space. And he's yelling out, Obama for world peace. Obama for world peace. And it's like, it's like, it's stuck in my mind forever. Because <laughs> like, this guy, like, like a year and a half later, like Barack Obama wins the Nobel Peace Prize. Like this guy, like this guy knew. So he came to Ohio State a lot, going to the events like early and just kind of, there was the rope line and there was a guy like right in front of me. Yeah. So I reached around him and I shook like Obama's, one of his hands. Yeah. And then I reached around and I shook the other hand. I was super <laughs> proud of that. But no, I mean, it's just, he's such like an inspirational figure. And as a, uh, as a kid who was like interested in like politics and stuff as like a high school and college student who was like, you know, had a funny name and you know it was like wow this guy's this guy's amazing so yeah. i mean obviously not perfect you know, right. there's certainly drawbacks but you know was was super inspirational figure so i guess what inspired you to run for council my mom yeah. uh, uh like i said my mom uh taught uh at the university of Akron for 22 years like her whole life was in service of public education was in service of other people mm. like she spent long hours you know at the university she spent like longer hours raising me and my brother and, and she was so focused on other people like it wasn't about like living for other people it was finding joy in serving other people mm. in, in a kind of like in a positive way and the most important lesson she ever taught me was that was that life is not about wealth it's not about notoriety it's about what you can do for others. The thing that I was most interested in was policy and government and that kind of thing. So it's how can you serve in that capacity? City council is kind of, you know, working in the city, having a good understanding of the city. I said, you know, this would be a cool thing to do yeah. to, to give back to the community that, like I said, uh, had such an impact on me. You know, there's been a lot of like super fulfilling moments so far. You knock on a door and it's like your eighth grade English teacher, yeah. kind of tying it full circle to my mom. Knocked on the store and there was this woman and she um, she had done some work with the city on infant mortality and I had worked on those issues too. And so we got to talking, it was a really good conversation and she was like interested in helping out and stuff on the campaign. I friended her on Facebook and then maybe like a week later I posted this like reflection about my mom. And she commented on it. She was like, did your mom play tennis at Springside in Montrose? Yeah. I was like, my mom did play tennis at Springside in Montrose. <laughs> and she was like, I used to play tennis with your mom all the time. Like, your mom was awesome. Yeah. And, like, you know, if that's the only thing that comes out of this campaign, that's, like, you know, that's amazing. Right. Because, like, those kinds of moments where you, you know, like, she understands where I'm coming from a little bit. I understand where she's coming from. Mm. I understand kind of you know, a little bit more about her life and, and vice versa. I think that can help inform the kinds of public policy that we have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the kinds of, of structures we have. And, you know, there's huge challenges that we have in the city back of opportunity, about equality, about, you know, poverty, about all kinds of things. And, you know, if we can sign a, kind of understand the other people, understand people beyond ourselves a little bit better, hopefully that will you know, uh, help us make an impact on those issues. And getting to know people who are like, not like you, right? I mean, because yeah, like yeah. growing up in Northwest Akron, how much time did I spend in North Hill or right. like on Kenmore Boulevard or yeah. in Ellet? Like zero. Yeah. Like zero. Yeah. The only time I was ever down at Summit Lake was because, you know, there was a masjid that was down there. And before they built like the nice fancy mosque in the suburbs, yeah. like we go to the Akron masjid, right? And, um, which is predominantly African-American, which there's a whole story there about yeah. like Muslims in America and like black Muslims and, and uh, immigrant Muslims. Mm. You, you have to try to step outside your comfort zone and get to know people who are not like you, even if you just barely met them yeah. because of some common you know, understanding. And that's why I was trying to say, like, you know, you, you find out some little fact about someone and you understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Like, and you, even if you're not, you guys' lives are just totally different. You understand right. where they're coming from a little bit. Absolutely. And you can like sympathize. You know, I felt like I knew like five people who voted for Trump 
And yeah. I was like, I definitely know more, like, but you know, I don't know enough, right, you know? Yeah. And it's sometimes hard having those conversations because yeah. like something like the Muslim ban feels a little dehumanizing when like you're Muslim, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like we have to try to be vulnerable to try to open up a little bit because we all got to live together, Absolutely. all neighbors and friends and yeah. whatever. So, yeah. yeah, but I think stuff like this, right? Where like you're sort of like, you know, uh, discussing, like, you know, trying to delve a little bit into what, what makes people tick, I think is super helpful. So, yeah, thank absolutely. you. Thank you for watching and uh, keep jamming.